My name is Fanula McLaughlin and I'm the assistant manager in the Tenancy Protection Service in Threshold. Threshold is a tenants advice service charity. We were previously the access housing unit for 11 years where we housed homeless people into private rented accommodation but due to the emergency of families entering into homeless services at Christmas time and that the service needed to change so we pretty much changed overnight to adapt to work with the Dublin Region Homeless Executive and the four local authorities to change our service into a protection tenancy protection service to try and keep families in their accommodation due to the fact that a lot of families were just packing their cases and entering into homeless services when there was no need for them to leave their tenancy. It is just private rented accommodation that we would deal with so I mean in certain aspects it would be rent increases but a lot of families weren't aware of their rights as tenants. And what are the common mistakes or the common wrongdoings that are being done against tenants? I suppose giving them shorter notice periods than what they're entitled to. Sometimes they're given 28 days notice but they could be five or six years in the property so they should be getting 112 days notice. Sometimes tenants think that once their 12 month lease for example is up that they then have to leave, that the landlord doesn't have to renew the lease as such and that's incorrect. Once they're over six months in the tenancy they're a part four tenant, they can stay in that property for up to four years. Look, when you get a copy of the lease and I know she's going to send it over it would be important to send it in so that I can have a look at it. My name is Lawrence Kinch and I'm a project uh, worker in Tenancy Protection Service in Threshold. Yeah, she, she won't be legally entitled to do it, you know. Okay, I'll talk to you soon, alright? Take care. Uh, Bye now. Lawrence, you were on a very long phone call there with a, a client. Uh, what was the issue there? That lady's facing a rent increase, so she's come to us in relation to that. She's got a family, two young children. She's one parent family, um, and she's at risk of homelessness if she's unable to pay the increase in rent. So she contacted us about a week ago, and we've put a case into the Department of Social Protection through the interim tenancy sustainment protocol. That decision is pending. And is that your typical call? I would say that's probably the vast majority of our calls is around rent increases. We're probably seeing the average rental bill. 40% increase. For anybody who's already struggling monthly, it's for most people beyond them. How many calls a day are you getting? Approximately between 40 and 50 calls a day. It's extremely busy. By the very nature of someone calling you, they're worried about the roof over their head. Are people often very distressed when they ring you? Yeah, I think that's something that is probably the most difficult thing, actually. Some people, before they even begin to tell you what the problem is, are already upset. And that's, I suppose, that's a challenge for all of us to have to listen to that. And it can be difficult phone calls and difficult conversations. And what we try and do is be honest with people. You're able to get people a kind of a 13-week emergency payment for the, to stay in their home. How does that work? Um, we have a protocol arranged with the Department of Social Protection where if a client's landlord has, their landlord has increased the rent above the rent supplement limits, they can come to us and we can apply to the department to get a higher rate of rent which is initially paid for a first 13 week period. After this 13 week period we would we'd get a case together for the person to show that they have been trying to find alternative accommodation and there's nothing available. We then send in a review to the department again for a further 13 week payment to bring them up to 26 weeks. That's only coming about now since the service was only set up in June so the, thir- the first 13 week period is just ending for some people at the minute so we've sent off a few cases and the cases that we've sent in have have been passed by the department. The protocol is working really well. We've had 162 cases sent into the department and 121 of them have been passed so far. The rest are being worked on at the minute, so it is a huge success so far. And after the 13 week, then I suppose the, the ones that we have sent in for the review of 13 weeks, they have been passed, so 
after the 26 weeks it hasn't happened yet obviously so we're hoping that once that 26 week mark has passed that they will then be paid at that higher level until something else comes up. And do you think that, that practically speaking that is the only real option that rents are going up and that, that it's just not possible to, to stay in Dublin on the current rent allowance for most people? Yeah it's not possible I mean it's not an ideal solution it's not a long term solution but at present there is no other option there's nowhere else for these families to go apart from hotels. Stephen Large and Dublin Services Manager in Threshold. I've just been upstairs with the guys on the helpline and the phone keeps ringing. How much of it, an increase on your services are you seeing in the past six months, year or more? Yeah, it's, it's been a phenomenal change going back to around this time. Last year we started noticing increased contacts, uh, particularly from families in private rented accommodation, really run out of options. What are the measures that, the permanent measures that you would like to see being brought in? Well, certainly rent supplement is uh, the key issue at the moment. We have to be able to enable people in receipt of rent supplement to access the market. There has to be a level playing field. So what we've seen is in terms of the protocol and the payments that have been above the cap, it's over half of those cases it would have uh, meant an increased payment of between 25 and 40 euros per week as the difference in keeping a person in their home or accessing homeless services. So I think in the short term, certainly rent supplement limits have to be looked at. We have to be, they have to be raised to keep in line with the market. There is also the other issue, unfortunately, where many landlords will not accept rent supplement. So we do have to address that issue as well, where a person cannot be discriminated against because they're in receipt of rent supplement. Also for the wider rental markets, we are dealing with people on a daily basis facing rent increases 10, 15, 20, 30 percent. So this is not sustainable for people. So we do have to look at some kind of way of controlling rent increases. And unfortunately, it's quite an emotive issue when you mention rent controls. I suppose what we're not saying is that landlords should not be able to increase the rent. But that can't be an arbitrary increase. It has to be tied to something. There has to be some way of controlling that in the short term. This is the time of year of, of budget and pre-budget submissions. From where you're standing with Threshold, what are you looking for or, or hoping for out of the budget? And Well, we need to see the, the minister take control of the rental sector, particularly for people that are dependent on rent supplement and do anything uh, within our powers to ensure that those people either stay in their own homes or are able to access alternative accommodation. I think the Tenancy Protection Service has shown that where resources are put in to a project, that big differences can be made. Like over 200 families have been protected in their tenancy. Now that's helped the family, but that's also made a saving to the state because the cost of accessing and maintaining someone in homeless services is infinitely greater than uh, the cost of a small increase to the rent supplement limit to enable the family to stay in their home.